Hey there, wine fans. Welcome back to season two of Chris Tries to Review Wine, the newest season of Chris Tries to Review Wine. I'm your host, Chris Barlow, and I am so excited to be sitting across from this week's guest slash contestant, two things in one. Perfect. I love a BOGO. Uh, <laughs> who are you? I am Allison Frasco. Allison, welcome to Chris Tries to Review Wine. Thank you. you are the creator of All Star, mm -hmm. the best Broadway musical, which I, I hear might have something to do with one of the best songs ever made. Honestly, wow, thank you. Yes, uh, it is exactly what it sounds like, which is All-Star, but it's a Broadway show only using the song All-Star by Smash Mouth. Okay, wow. I'm so excited. <laughs> and uh, I can't ask you any more questions until we have a drink because that's how the show works. Perfect, yes. It's not a compulsion. It's just how the show works. Yeah, absolutely. We love chatting about theater and ideas over but a nice glass of wine. Only after you have the glass of wine. Yes. That is actually a law in New York State. We have a lot of strange laws in New York yeah, State. Yeah, one of those like antiquated laws that no one yeah, ever I know. Does, because it, maybe they're like low-key fine. Yeah, you know, it's a little strange. Who's enforcing it? But, but this people, one should be enforced. Listen, I'm a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> And yes. that means we cannot continue. Absolutely not. I wouldn't. I would never ask you to break the law on my behalf. So instead, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. Sure, absolutely. I'm going to ask you to do something very hard, very scary. Great. Okay. I'm. Ve I'm very, very perhaps alarming. Hmm. Okay. It's a Shoot. pop quiz. Oh no! <laughs> I, I know it was kind of a lot of build up just to say it's a pop quiz. It's a question. Listen. You have three choices to answer this question. Okay. Perfect. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. 1999 was an interesting year for music. It was an interesting year for culture. It was an interesting year for wine, which is why I'm here. So, what was Wine Spectator Magazine's favorite wine of 1999? This was not necessarily the highest scoring, but taking every factor into account. Price, I think the color of the mood ring that they were all wearing, because uh, 1999, 1999, I think bell bottoms and mood rings, uh, that was all the rage, I'm right? I'm sure it feels right. Yeah. Feels yeah. good. So uh, when they took all that into account, when they consulted uh, the Age of Aquarius, the answer they got <laughs> told them that the number one wine of 1999 was either A, a Sonoma County Cabernet, B, a Simi Valley Syrah, or C, Hidden Valley Ranch. Oh, um, ugh. can you say the first two again? Because listen, I don't know a lot about wine. I know enough to know that Hidden Valley Ranch is oh. a delicious dressing. That's correct. It Whoa, is. correct. Oh. Okay. So your two options remaining are Sonoma County Cabernet or Simi Valley Syrah. I'm going to say, Ooh. I'm going to say, here's the thing. I, again, yeah. I mm -hmm. know nothing, but from my gut instinct, which will tell me if I'm right or wrong, I'm going to go with a Cabernet. Ooh, everybody should always go with a Cabernet right. because you are right. Wow. It was a Sonoma County Cabernet. That's really amazing. I feel uh, uh, really accomplished right now. Uh, yeah, you should feel accomplished. You, you are a wine expert and we haven't even started the episode yet. Perfect. I love being an expert in a field I know nothing about. Uh, that's, that's entirely what we do every week here on a new episode of Chris Tries to Review Wine. Hit it, guys. Recording live in New York, it's Chris Tries to Review Wine with your special guest, Allison Frasca. A delicious bottle of Cafe Zotrope Cabernet Sauvignon. Musical guest, Smash Mouth. And your host, the man who puts the oh no in Pinot, Chris 
Barlow. Oh, hey. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for uh, having me. Thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for answering that incredibly complicated pop quiz question. Uh, pop quiz question for Cabernets mm-hmm. or Simi Valley Syrahs. I was I was trying to deliberately confuse you there, and you saw through the ruse. Wow. Here's the thing. Again, I've, I think like I said before, I don't know much about wine, but maybe today's the day I discover I'm like a savant, and like I secretly know about things. It's like my goodwill hunting instead of math. It's like wine. I think I think that's my mission in life is to be the like Robin Williams oh character in that situation Perfect. and guide you to your true calling. <laughs> Shut up, man. You don't know anything about me, man. <laughs> I know that you need to taste this wine. I'm going to taste right this wine. Right now. All right, ready? And as always, we taste it with a little bit of proper tasting technique. So go ahead and oh. sniff it. Just, just get a little... Mmm. <laughs> what does Cafe Zotrope... What does it smell like okay. to you? For me, I I get some sweet notes on it. Oh, yeah. It's sweet. Uh, yeah. There is maybe a cherry or a berry yeah, there. Yeah, fruitiness. A fruity kind of taste. Oh, wow. But also something um, earthy or Mm. oaky Mm -hmm. or ee. There's a thing with a richy. Oh, a I want to say it's suave. It's got a good swirl on it. Let's Mm. see about the legs. Mm. Oh, legs. Ah, You know so many words. Ah, it's got it's got nice legs. Nice legs. It's got some gams on Ooh. this one. Well, I think that means you <laughs> need to just take a sip. All right, here mm. we go. Ready? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh. Um. Hmm. I actually still get some of the fruitiness oh. right on the front. I sound like I know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, you do. Right. I get some fruitiness right on the front. Those words just came out of your mm. mouth, and I. I I can't disagree. Who? Yeah, who could? Who? Who could disagree? Wine spectator. <laughs> Listen, they're not here right now, and they're they not here. they didn't review this wine in 1999 because this is a 2016. In fact, all really it has in common is Sonoma County. Wow, Sonoma okay. County. So Sonoma County. what you're tasting, I think, I hope, is the mm-hmm. flavor of Sonoma County. Yeah, I think so. I, I, Listen, Sonoma, I don't know you, but what I get from this tasting is that you're young. Mm-hmm. You're, you're down to earth. Yeah, but you've got some tattoos. Yeah, you know? you've got like a, a worldly kind of richness, but not in a way that's off-putting. It's more inviting. You're, oh, you're yeah. walking the walk, Sonoma. Ah, yeah, Sonoma, <laughs> Sonoma is uh, seen a lot. So even yeah. though there is something pretentious about her sometimes, she's really actually grounded. Yeah, and that's the thing. When you start talking to Sonoma, it's like, oh, when I studied in Prague. And you're like, oh, you're like no one wants to hear it, Sonoma. But, but, then, but then she makes a really good point about yeah. the socioeconomic disparities in former Eastern Bloc countries yeah. and your subdivision. Yeah, and she knows the people that she's talking about. They know yeah. her. If you went, I don't, I'm not going to attempt an accent, but, but uh, Sonoma, we love her, you know, whatever they, why are they Italian? Uh, because for me, here's the thing, <laughs> truth and comedy, um, pretty much every attempt at a accent somehow blends is, its way back to Italian. Italian. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. It gets, like Swedish. I'll try it. Like, oh, the Swedish chef starts out in real Italian real fast. Which I, I, I think is maybe part of my charm, but... Uh, <laughs> I think maybe it's part of what makes you a wine savant. Maybe, yeah, you know. You should embrace it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into it mm. and then taste some more of this Do me wine. a favor. Yeah, take a sip mm-hmm. and tell me in your best um, accent that turns out to be Italian mm-hmm. no matter what, what do you taste? Mm. Well, I tasted the cherries and the wine. I get a fruitiness. <laughs> See, that, that's 
start somewhere. There, there, there you go. <laughs> then you started to turn into the Swedish chef. Yeah. A bork, a bork, a you know what I have to do now is anytime I attempt any other accent, start off Italian, lean in, And then it, you lean out of lean it. out of it. Oh. I'm just a Wow, mystery. this is also like an acting workshop podcast. Yeah. This is somewhere where you can come to learn how to talk about wine, but also how to hone your craft. An, an artist's salon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Whatever your discipline is, listen to this, and <laughs> I'm sure it applies to you. Yeah. You know, if you are a surgeon, listen, just have a glass of Cafe Zotrope. Just me a scalpel. Spice you know up the I mean? OR. Yeah. That's right. Spice it up. Everyone's had a long day. Everyone's having, uh, having, having a time. You know? Yeah. And listen, if we can't make the serious things in life a little more easy to bear, you know what I mean? Surgery. Surgery. Come uh. on. You know, speaking of surgery. Sure. Uh, I was at my favorite bar in the Upper West Side, mm-hmm. the Whole Foods at Columbus Circle the Perfect. other day. We love. That An underground spot. You everybody know? loves a good visit to the Whole Foods bar. And I was sitting next to a woman who was having a, a bowl of ramen, a rotisserie chicken, and a glass of wine. So naturally, I wanted to know... What's going on with my good friend she's right here? She's my hero. Yeah, yeah, she's living the dream, it looks like. I need to know more. Yeah. So I got a seat next to her, and I pretended to be listening to something on my headphones. But of course, I was eavesdropping on a stranger. Oh, for sure. And she took a phone call from a friend where I found out she was actually celebrating that she had gotten uh, good test results. She was a cancer survivor, <gasps> and she had just basically been given the green light that the cancer was gone. Uh, oh, wow. And so she came to get a rotisserie chicken, then thought she would have a glass of wine at the bar, then at the bar was like well the ramen looks good i'll have it all i want her to make the food pyramid it needs a revamping we need to oh overhaul my god it. i want her to design it red wine yeah rotisserie chicken ramen. and like ramen that's yeah. perfect and you know maybe you can have pho sometimes yeah. or stir fry mix it up we all do anyway you know oh yeah Man, this just became a science podcast, a nutrition podcast, and an arts education podcast. Yeah. And also, that was kind of like StoryCorps. I have to I say, think so. yeah. this was an NPR moment. Yeah. I'm Guy Raz, and this is not NPR. <laughs> I will get sued if I say it is. Uh, but It's not NPR. Calm down, everyone. Cool it with the lawsuit. you can donate money to me. You Absolutely. can definitely just give me money. Oh, if you want to throw money around, I'm not going to stop you from and, doing and that. And I've got to be honest, I have a lot of tote bags in the other room. I could give you a tote yeah, bag. It might not be from the money. show. No, no, no. It's it going to say like, you know, March Against AIDS on it. But I, I'm happy to hand that out. I want you happy. to have a tote bag. Yeah, but listen, if, if, if these, uh, these, uh, these giants of industry can do it, why not? The, the little podcasts that could. The little, little, little guys the down little guys here. Right down here. Big podcast is coming bags. for us. I'm giving you we, a tote bag. I use a tote bag, you know? We need tote bags. <laughs> we need tote and bags. we need more podcasts. More podcasts and more tote bags. That's more our podcast, mission after more wine. That's our main mission. Perfect. Then those other missions are also submissions under the main mission. Yeah. But, but uh, the main mission, it does remind me, is about tasting the wine. So tell me, Perfect. do you like this wine? I actually do like this wine. And because, again, like we briefly discussed before, I don't really drink a whole lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, truly I'm leaning into just blindly tasting new flavors. But as far as wines go, because I've tried wine in the past, uh, I do like it a lot because it doesn't have... There's like a quality of some wine, and maybe because it's newer, but some that tastes like weirdly dusty. I feel like you can taste that in a wine that is uh, not old as well. That is maybe just a sign of a wine that you do not like. Maybe. Yeah. Or even just like 
yeah, a bad wine or a corrupted wine. A corrupted wine, a corked wine, yeah. as they call Ugh. them. I've never tried Heaven her, forbid, but a, cork. a corked wine. I dare not say its name. I know. But, um, yeah, I feel like if it's old, I give it a little more slack, because I'm like, ah, oh, you made it well, this you far, know, you know? Listen, here on StoryCorps, I like to tell <laughs> real stories about wine. Great. And this one time, I used to work at a, a, a restaurant bar in Midtown, a real fancy place. Mm-hmm. This kind of place that would have $100, $200, $300 bottles of wine on the menu. Yeah. And I came in one day, and all of the waitstaff had gathered around the sommelier. Because the sommelier, obviously he's our wine expert, uh, he had left the night before just before a table had come in and ordered like the most expensive wine on the menu and they had left some of it and so they'd saved it the wait yeah. staff had saved it and they were like you have to try it. It, it you know it's like the most expensive wine we sell he takes one sip and he goes this was bad this was corked the wine was garbage and and he's you know did they say anything did they complain what? about it and the waiters go no, they all drank it because they all thought that must be what the $300 bottle of wine is supposed to taste like. Oh, see, here's uh, here's where we get when we when we're when we're putting big big fancy price tags on old juice. Old juice. It uh things like that happen cuz I know if I'm sitting at that table, but again, maybe cuz I'm a savant, I'd know enough to know. I'd go, "Yo, this just, uh, this tastes bad." And people would go, it was $300. And i go, great, you spent $300 on bad wine. But if it was corked, see, like, that's the thing. That's the tragedy, because maybe it would have been delicious, but you Mother never Nature know. has other plans. You never know. And, you know, I have other plans for you, for Allison Frasca. It's true, because Whoa. as a contestant slash guest, you're going to play one of our favorite drinking games. Everybody knows it. You can say it with me. I'm sure you've memorized it. It's called... I've I've got got 1,999 problems, but but Smash Mouth's All-Star ain't one. one. I love it. I love this game. Oh my God. I had a feeling that you would love to play this game. So here we go. Now, as we play, remember, any question you get right, I have to drink. Any question you get wrong, you have to drink. Great. And if anyone feels like drinking at any point, sure. That Cheers, too. baby. Mm. All right. Question one. 1999 was designated the International Year of the What by the UN. Woo! Way back <gasps> machine. We're thinking about what was life like in 1999. The International Year of... of what? Was it A, the International Year of Puppies and Kittens? Okay. Cute. Was it B, the International Year of Older Persons? Less cute. <laughs> C, the International Year of Pancakes? The International Year of Pancakes. I'm so sorry. You have to take a drink because it was, in fact, B, the International Year of Older Persons. Wow. What a weird way to honor a year slash older persons. Uh, uh, It was a a proclamation from the UN to honor how uh, humankind was just generally living to be older. So we had an Fair. international okay. year of the older person. And persons. here's the thing, in 1999, yeah. I think yeah. I was like eight years old. So for me, I'm like, pancakes, baby. Pancakes. So that, okay. I In my personal life, It was international year of the pancakes. But I, I suppose, let's give old people a shout out. We love them. Hey, all right. They're, they're, We're striving. They're acceptable. Yeah, I'll take them. And speaking of acceptable. Great. Question two. <laughs> which of these things was another iconic, you could stay, say, all-star level hit 
in 1999? Uh-oh. Was it A, the introduction of Pokemon? B, the introduction of Slovakia? Or C, the introduction of the Euro? <gasps> oh, here's the Whoa. thing. Oh, no. Um, the introduction, is it the introduction of Slovakia? No! Oh, I'm it. so sorry. I'm gonna get wasted. Slovakia, you have to drink. Slovakia mm -hmm. was introduced in January 1993 when Czechoslovakia dissolved. Uh, Pokemon was introduced in February 1996. That okay. means the answer was the Euro. The Euro, Euro was first wow. introduced in 1999. I was alive for that. Huh. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, Who knew? Okay. Well, hey, listen. Now I know. Hopefully, you lived through this next event because it's the subject of question three. <laughs> Perfect. Question three. I think we can all agree that All Star truly capped off the golden era of major label hits. Absolutely. Uh, right? Yeah. So which of these disruptive technologies was also introduced in 1999? Was it A, Napster, B, iTunes, or C, Pandora? Oh, no! Was it A? A, Napster? Yes, yes, it was! You got that question correct. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Wow, yes, Napster was uh, introduced in 1999, Pandora was introduced in 2000, and iTunes was introduced in 2001. Okay. Right. And music was never the same again. Never. They they blame Napster, but I think what really changed music forever is people heard the song All Star and they said, there's nothing else we can do. It has been, the finest music has been recorded. Find me a song that unites more people than All Star. Find me a song that changes a mood faster than All Star. Everyone might say, oh, what? No, I go, listen, everyone starts bopping their head everyone starts jamming, and everyone is singing along at the chorus. I think that is a sign of maybe one of the greatest songs of all time, if not the greatest song wow. of all time. A compelling case, and I think for that, I have to declare you a winner Honestly, of our thank you favorite so much. game, which we call I've Got 1,999 Problems, but Smash Mouth's All-Star Ain't One. Wow, wow. thank, you, thank so you, Allison, for playing. You are a winner, which means you will be back on the show next week. Congratulations. Oh my gosh, well, thank it's you. It's a prize. Oh my god. A real prize. Oh. And we will be back with more after this word from our sponsors. Look what I did yes. there. Oh. <laughs> and we're back. Perfect. We are back with Allison Frasca here Hello. on Chris Tries to Review Wine. And before we wrap up with the wine, I want to know... Why All-Star? What does it mean to you? Well, here's the thing. We'll talk about the show another time. But as it stands, the song itself was introduced into my life through Shrek. Another bop of uh, the A cinnamon, bop you know? of the century, perhaps. A bop, yeah, a, a cinematic sure. bop for all times. Oh, absolutely. Again, watch Shrek. Tell me what's wrong with it. Tell me, tell me what you don't like about Shrek. And I'll hold up a mirror and show you the face of a liar because it's a I mean that was a great time I saw that movie in theaters with my family we all had a fun time everyone was having you know just a, a good nice time at the movies and then that song just became an anthem and I here's the thing I've always loved the song I'll admit I've grown I've changed I would move away from it for a little bit I'm not listening to that song every day on repeat but then I don't know the internet decided that song is making a comeback big time 
And there's a whole list of memes that are the song changed in multiple ways, like all star, but it's really sad and dramatic. And then it's all star, but it's in alphabetical order. So it's the music video spliced up all in alphabetical order. Uh huh. If you don't know about this, take a deep dive, go to YouTube, type in all star, but it's just watch whatever comes up. All star, but it's, but that, it's. that's literally yep. the phrase. That's the formula. So I want to go to youtube.com right YouTube. now. YouTube.com. We've become a technology education podcast yep. and I'm going to type in all star, but it's. And the top suggestions, mm-hmm. I just want to read out what are the top responses in the autofill. All-star, but it's country roads. All-star, mm-hmm. but it's played on the sharpest tool in my shed. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's good. All-star, but it's in a minor key. That mm-hmm. sounds sad and interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. All-star, but it's played on a cat. All-star, but it's a Bach chorale. That's my favorite one. Oh, I, I can't wait to watch Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yep. All-star, but it's sad. All-star, but it's the Soviet anthem. All-star, but it's not all-star, and I eat a pencil. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A plethora. I had no idea. See, yeah, I th- I always thought more people knew about it, but then I realized, no, I'm the weirdo who knows about this YouTube rabbit I'm sorry, hole. I'm sorry. The word we use is savant. Oh you are sh- an all-star savant. I'm an all-star savant. Congratulations. Thank you so much. To be a, to be named a, a double savant, um... I it's wasn't rare. expecting that. It's rare, yeah. but you know, when I see them, I know them. They, it's yeah. true. Listen, you spotted wow. me. Um, but so I took a deep dive because I also think this is hilarious because it's just pure chaos. But that also means that I've listened to the song now. So many times. So many times. And have garnered a deep emotional connection to it. That's frankly embarrassing, but... It's also now just part of who I but am. But own it. But own and it. And again, then I go yes. into and then I go to a karaoke bar with some friends. I throw on All Star. That whole room. Everybody's is there. I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So what you're saying is, in these divided times, yes, what we really need is a jam that brings us together. Yeah, we the, could all use a little change. The way that All Star does. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. that inspires me so much. I think I need to have another drink. Absolutely. So let's go back to our Cafe Zotrope yeah. and tell me, what do you think? Is this the all-star of the one wine we're drinking right now? Mm-hmm. Mm. Here's the reasons. Here's how I'll compare this to all-star. It's light. No one's, no one's going to get brought down by this. It's, you know, middle of the afternoon. You're day it, drinking? It's an upper. Yeah. Technically a downer, but it's an upper of a downer. Sure. Um, it's got, it's seemingly simple, but has some deep complexity to it if you really take the time to taste it. Mm-hmm. You know, where I think a lot of people go, oh, All-Star, that song from Shrek. And you go, yeah, that song from Shrek. Listen to it. Listen what it's calling you to do. Right. On listen 104, 105. Thousands for me new, at this New point. layers appear. Like an onion. Like an onion. Oh. It's all part wow. of a grand scheme. Wow. Chris, this, really... I, I, you know, there are distinct notes of onion, not in flavor, <laughs> but in concept <laughs> mm-hmm. in this wine. It's a very oniony yeah. wine. Yes. A spiritual onion. Wow. And it's it's to be enjoyed by multiple people. To and that, sit and drink uh, with friends. Just like Shrek. Just like just Shrek. Just like Shrek. And just like All-Star. All-Star. Oh. It all connects. Oh, wow. It goes all the way to the top. 
Ah, oh, you brought it all back together so well. I just, there's so much that you've said that I don't have anything else to say. So I'll let the wine speak for itself in a segment we call Dramatic Readings of Wine Labels. <clears throat> the Café Zotrope occupies the first floor of the historic Sentinel Building, which is in the headquarters of American Zotrope. All Story Magazine and all the family Coppola Enterprises. Surprise, it's a Coppola wine! Whoa! I know, whoa. Shocking twist. Just like a good Coppola film. Oh! Yeah. It is a bohemian bistro in the great tradition of La Boheme and North Beach, right in the center of the famed Latin Quarter of historic San Francisco. Wow, that is a very... Um, just just a robust description of a place and a time and that's an opera no words about what the wine tastes like Mm-mm. not not a single that's up to descriptor us. you're you're right this is actually a beautiful label in that it's aspirational <laughs> and just lets us figure it out it really paints me a fresco of where i'm enjoying this wine mm-hmm. i'm at a bistro yes. a bohemian bistro yes you can literally see it on the label yeah view the label and more by following us online chris tries to review dot wine but look at that this couple in the bistro yeah. enjoying a glass of wine served in what appears to be a martini glass for some reason perfect because but, it's the it's the bohemian mm, lifestyle the bohemian lifestyle i get it we're all dressed like stevie nicks wow you know we're all just wow. sipping wine wow. out of martini glasses okay in san francisco okay now that I've had a, a robust experience, not just flavor, smell, but a story, a person, a, a romance. A romance. An operatic romance, <sighs> not to be forgotten. Yeah. And you know you won't forget it Mm-mm. when you rate it. Because that's the <gasps> p- point I've reached. I have to give it a rating. And, and this is the hard part because there's the flavor, like mm-hmm. we discussed. But remember... Wine Spectator didn't just rate on flavor. They picked their top wine of 1999 on a variety of criteria. And I want to point out, the top wine of 1999 was Chateau Saint-Jean, Cabernet Sauvignon from the Sonoma County. It was a $28 wine that they scored a 95 out of 100. The number two wine was Opus One from Napa Valley, which got a 96. But what did that cost? It cost $125 a bottle. <clears throat> so, keep in mind, price affects the position in the rankings of the universe. Everything is about quality, but also about the quantity of quality you can enjoy. Okay. So, what would you rate this wine if I told you it was $10 a bottle? $10 a bottle for mm. this? If it was $10 a bottle, what would you rate this wine? If this was $10 a bottle, I'd give that girl an old 5 out of 5. Woo! If that's I the rating agree. system, 5 out of 5? Yes. Beauty. I, oh, wow. So what What if it was $15 a bottle? $15 a bottle. Mm-hmm. I still honestly think for this... 5 out of 5? I'm still saying 5 out of 5. I, I gotta say, I'd be a high 4, like 4.8. Sure. Yeah, Because yeah, here's the thing. If this is a wine that's... Mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm going to a picnic in the park... Right. And someone's like, right. can you bring the wine? You, oh, yeah. I'm swinging by. I'm like, and listen, I'll spend a little bit. You're my dear friends. We're having a nice day. So yeah. what if I told you it was $20 a bottle? Hmm. Right. Well, is it still five stars? Are you still bringing it to the picnic on the nice day? Is it that nice? I here's think. the thing that I'm talking about for a $20 yeah, bottle of yeah. wine. That's like, 
I'm being romanced. Yeah. Or I'm romancing. It is, it is a romancing cover, a label it's, of it's the wine. It, it speaks to you. But I feel like I'm more of like a girl of simple things. Mm, I'm like, mm. listen, I don't need I don't need a diamond ring. I don't need a fancy car. I don't need a $20 bottle of wine. Right. So then I think that might bring my rating down. Here's the thing. If somebody brought me right? a $20 bottle of wine. You would love it. You'd love it. No, that's important. So I'm, I'm maybe gonna take a step on back to a four a four four out of five four, yeah Solid four out of five. five yeah what if i told you it was like 22 23 bucks a bottle see now we're just gonna keep on sliding back yeah. that way so you're in like three eight now three seven i'd give it a three eight three eight if it's three, i mean if it's 23 dollars uh, now now i'm starting to get like mm, that's when i start getting into it's just fancy juice right categories right so yeah what if i told you it was 52 dollars a bottle if, if you told me Would that... Would that make I you actually, deeply uncomfortable right now? I don't know if I'd believe you. Wow, I'm not... Wow, you don't right? have that level of implicit trust in me yet? Or, a person you've met for all of an hour? For, I mean, listen, it's been a very uh, insightful hour, but I just wouldn't... From what I tasted and from what the mm-hmm. characteristics mm-hmm. of it were, I wouldn't believe it was $52. I'd be like, who do you think you are? You're like two years old. You want to cool it with that? That's true. That's right? true. It's just a 2016. It's a baby. Mm-hmm. So like... You got to slow your roll. You got to earn that. If you were like, this is a bottle of wine from the year that we landed on the moon, I'd be like, okay, now we can start hiking uh-huh. that price up. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I but don't know if that would taste good, but uh-huh. Who's to say? Yeah. There's old wine that people are like, oh, we have to try it. Great. But at least even for the historical yeah. aspect of it. Well, congratulations. Because I am lying. It was like 23 bucks a bottle. Perfect. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. And, and at that price, no, I would not buy this myself normally. It's good, but it's not yeah. that good. It's not like, like extra, extra, reading all about it. Like, no. it's, you know, it's fine. No. But again, if we we're like talking like $10, $15, I'm like, oh. If you found this on sale, under 20 bucks, I would buy this. Yeah. Under yeah. under 20 bucks, I'd bring this to a party and people would be like, this is this good. This is nice. And then you'd be like, actually, it's a Coppola wine. And they'd be like, oh my God, I didn't <laughs> think, oh wow. Oh my God, are you like fancy? Oh. Like, no, I'm just the same old girl you know and love. Don't it's true. That. It's true. Right? Wow. Yeah, I think this is a wine that you can bring to impress people if you need to, but also still stay humble and like bohemian, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. like a, it's like a, again, like a worldly kind of wine. I like to think, you know, if I brought this to a party with my like mother and my my family, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, it's a Coppola wine. But if I brought it to a party with my friends, I'd be like, actually, it's a Coppola wine. And they'd be like, Oh, it's a Coppola wine? So I feel like you get a great reaction either way. Yes. It's a very versatile wine. It just it didn't cost $23. Because when I think about that part, then I go, ah, ah, uh. I think if you're like, uh-oh, I need to impress somebody, this is a good wine. Because also, if you're like, if you want to spend a little money on it and impress them, it's like it's a good yes, and I will say balance. the advantage here is it being a Coppola wine. Yeah, a Coppola wine. It's you a can, conversation. You can piece. probably find it too. Yeah, people know what that is. So again, it's safe. Perhaps a work party where you need to show yes. you spent some money, and yeah. and they need to know what it is. Yes, context. Yeah, yeah. conversation mm. and cost effectiveness. Mm. We love the three C's of buying good wine. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm sure I coined that term in the past. And I you think just I've heard, heard it. it. I, lear- I oh, learned no. it here. I, I'm sure you learned it from me here on Chris Tries to Review One. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, 
Thank you, Alison. This was this was amazing. I I really enjoyed tasting this wine with you, and I am yeah. so excited to have you back next week yes. to taste yet another wine. Yeah. Uh, I have a spoiler for you. <gasps> it's cheaper than this one. Oh, whoa. whoa. Okay. Whoa. Get ready, because a storm is brewing, <laughs> and the showdown is coming next week on Chris Tries to Review Wine. Whoa. It just blew us up. That's just, I, I, it's Sick. over. You absolutely love to hear it. Oh. <laughs>